Welcome to Paradigm Shift, the podcast about the intersection of business and law. By changing yourself, you can change your business. Now, here's your host, Christina Martini. Welcome to Paradigm Shift. My name is Christina Martini, and I am your host as we explore the intersection of business and law. Today, we're going to continue our conversation about the importance of our mindset and how by changing our viewpoint of others and ourselves, this opens up the possibility for causing fundamental shifts in our lives. It is my pleasure to welcome Rhiannon Rees back to the show. Rhiannon is a human behavior expert and international high-performance coach helping CEOs, businesses, elite athletes, coaches, and celebrities to redefine their level of success. Rhiannon is a best-selling author, thriving entrepreneur, and global speaker, whose personal sufferings led her to search for answers and into a 30-year study of human behavior. Compelled to help others, she has continued to invest in education in the fields of self-development, neuroscience, and business. Rhiannon is founder of the Conscious Coaching Collective and has demonstrated success in creating champions. An accomplished expert in her field, Rhiannon was awarded Global Visionary of the Year 2021 by IAOTP. It is my pleasure to welcome Rhiannon Rees back to the show. Great to be here for the second half. I'm really excited. We had such an amazing chat the first segment. We talked about a lot of different things, including your life experience, how it really drove you to do the life's work you're doing now, your work with Conscious Coaching Collective. And you just, you know, really, you're, you are so inspirational and just amazing. And the work you do embodies some really important concepts and tools. How do you go about teaching people? And we touched on this a little bit in our first segment. How do you go about teaching and working with people from all different walks of life, some of whom may be very receptive to your teachings and how they touch on energy and spirituality and quantum physics. Some people are very receptive to that and others may not be so much. How do you really sort of frame these issues in a way that maybe people who are pretty skeptical end up walking through this experience with you and getting as much out of it as you'd like them to? I once did a retreat, like a lot of my retreats will be, you know, very female oriented. So a lot more female participants than male participants. But one of the retreats I did about 10 years ago, I think 80% of the group were actually CEOs, like those really tough, you know, very straight laced, logical, sequential type of CEO. That's what I had in the group. And it was amazing by the end of it how much they had dropped their guard and opened their mind to other possibilities. They may not have fully come on board because it was so left of centre. I think that for the more logical and sequential that you are in terms of your thinking, then you need more of an immersion program, which would be like a retreat to actually allow yourself to drop your guard and to practice these practices to understand what's available to you. I mean, usually the type of clients I get they already have an interest in this. They've already done some meditation. They, they're curious. They want to see what else it can do. And, and they're, they're more emotionally driven in terms of they have an awareness of their emotions and they have, they're curious about all of this. Whereas if you're more of a logical, sequential 
thought processor, then it's less likely that you will take this path because it's just not a path that would interest you. Mm-hmm. And so apart from that one group of CEOs, in general I have people who are more interested or they understand that this is a way, they just don't know how to harness it or how to include it or what it can do. So it's about those daily practices and open a conversation with my retreats which starts from the very first session. And in the conversation I'm, I'm being the detective to listen into those self-limiting beliefs to figure out where are you stuck, where do you need to break free. And that conversation is just woven through the whole retreat. So the second I hear any, you know, key words or key phrasing or, you know, different breathing or different intonation, inflection, emotion, that's where we start to get into the detective work. So you would have to be open to that this is a possibility or a realm that does exist because if you don't believe it, you're not going to look at it and you're missing out on tools that could massively, massively improve your life because you don't believe. But just because you don't believe doesn't mean it's not real, right? That is true. That's absolutely true. And you you do phenomenal work. And I would imagine that you know you feel like your life's mission, and we touched on this in the first segment, is to help people and to make a significant difference for them. What are some of the biggest rewards and biggest challenges that you've had doing the work you're doing? Well, I've worked with, you know, I've worked with celebrities who've come to me and, you know, wanting to be like A-list actors or Olympians wanting to, you know, take out the gold or, you know, NFL, NRL players wanting a big, bigger contract. So obviously all of that work is amazing. That's fantastic. The work that really floats my boat is where people are in dire situations. So like I worked in the farming community where I had a farmer who was $6 million in the hole and the bank was coming back to take away their property that had been in the family for 150 years. So five generations had lived, more than five generations had lived through that property and they're about to lose their home. And what they didn't realise is they had a victim poverty scarcity mindset that infiltrated absolutely everything that they did so they were so used to doing debt they loved it they did debt really well that that was the only topic of conversation so it wasn't until I pointed this out to them which took some time like it does take months and months and we reframed that as an abundant expansive wealthy mindset then three years later their business is worth 15 million dollars and they basically retired before they're 50 10 million dollars in the bank kept a little hobby farm and they're happy so for me when I actually transform people's lives and give them the freedom to do the quality things that they like like spending time with their family taking trips enjoying their time and moving through the stress and finding ways to solve issues that's very rewarding for me for so many people have such big hearts and so much to give and they'll never discover that because they're stuck in their drama or their trauma and they can't find a way out so I really enjoy problem solving and I've got a very out of the box way of thinking because of the skill set that I have from all the traumas I've had is I've got a huge toolkit to unlock people's lives so I really enjoy that I enjoy helping people transform the situation they're in to live the life that they want it's just a very rewarding journey and yes it takes patience like it can take a year or two to do it because it took you 50 years 40 years however long to get there But once you unlock that, then people actually come up to them and say, what's different about you? You seem different. So people are inspired because they go, well, they seem happy. What are you doing that makes you happier? So it does have a ripple effect. And again, that taps into the collective. The collective consciousness is shifting. So 
the more people I can help, the greater the world, right? Absolutely. So I have to ask this question because of how our conversation has flowed. Are you a Carl Jung fan? Of course, Jung, Freud, Adler. <laughs> of course. Adler's I, say, I may as well ask you, does the sun rise in the <laughs> east, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I've studied all of that. That's the thing. And Adler for me was key. And he's around the same time as Jung and Freud. Yeah, I mean, just tremendous work. I mean, I've I'm I'm quite partial to Jung myself, and just have gotten so much knowledge and enrichment out of reading his works. And obviously, the others are critically important as well. But there's just been so much in the reading I've done of Carl Jung that I found pretty pretty remarkable. Yeah, I totally agree. And also, too, like people like Eckhart Tolle, like he, yes. you know, his work is pretty amazing as well, you know, and, and he weaves it into all of his talks. Like he's so shy and when he speaks, it's still there. So there's so much wisdom in his teachings. I mean, there's so many great mentors out there. Absolutely. And, and you know, that was another question I wanted to ask you is when you look at your life and your work, who do you count among some of your greatest mentors and teachers? Um, like Richard Branson, Nelson Mandela, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Eckhart Tolle. I mean, there's so many, right? So, but basically people who actually really care about people, humans making a difference in the world, people who are heartfelt, people who did it differently out of the box. Like when Mandela said, you know, they gave him a choice not to go to jail and he's like, well, I can't give up on the cause. So 20 years, 27 years later, that's when he comes because he said, I couldn't not do it. I had to follow, I had to pursue that. That was the reason I was here was to, you know, end apartheid in South Africa. So I, I love people who are on a mission and who understand that they have that capacity. Like look at Richard Branson, all those companies, and he just does it off the back of a deck chair, doesn't even have an office. I'm like, you know, I just love the casual nature of knowing that you can and making a difference in the world. And there's many people who, who inspired me. So one of your many quotable quotes, and we're going to have to meet up again soon. (laughs) You do. Um, And we're going to have to explore some some more of them in in another session. But one of my favorite quotes of yours is self-worth equals net worth. Can you explain to our listeners what you mean by that? Well, it's so true. The better that you feel about yourself and the more that you improve your sense of being who you are. How, how much you love yourself, how much you believe in yourself, or the more that you improve your self-worth, that will equate to money in the bank. That will increase your net worth. Like absolutely the money that you draw to you and the wealth that you draw to you is a reflection of what you believe you deserve and that is so key because we, we, if we don't think we deserve it, we won't draw it, we won't be able to receive it. So you need to work on yourself, loving yourself, understanding that you are worthy, that you do deserve it. And as you work on that, your net worth will obviously increase. And that's the thing is that gives you more freedom, right? Like money gives you choices. So self-worth equals net worth. So the key is to work on yourself. The more that you work on yourself, the more your outer world will reflect that. The greater choices that you'll have, the more freedom you'll have so that you'll get to the end of your life going, woohoo, that was awesome. Because a life lived is is the goal, is to live well rather than to be restricted by choice because you don't think you deserve it or you won't allow it. That's amazing. I that that really is amazing. And I'm I'm sure our listeners are gonna give a lot of thought to what you just said and 
in a second, we're going to get to your book so we can all figure out ways to read more about what your frame of reference is. But before that, I wanted to ask you, and we've touched on this during our time together, how COVID and other world events, I mean, it has been a rocky, to say the least, 12 to 18 months across the world. Some sure. of some of it is global in nature, like COVID-19. You have had awful natural disasters, fires, floods. There's been racial and social unrest across the globe. How have all of these things shaped and shifted your message and the way that you deliver it? Well, I think the thing is there's all this stuff under the surface that sort of bubbles away, like, you know, um, racism and social injustice and all of that, and it just takes a certain tipping point or a certain event to actually be the straw that breaks the camel's back, that brings it to the surface, and then it has to be dealt with, like change has to happen. And I think those series of events, you know, fires, floods, corona, it has brought everything to the surface. So all of this mess and pain and shadow dark stuff has come to the surface because it has to be dealt with to clean the slate to allow us a new path, a new way moving forward. And if we do it right, it'll be an amazing path. And if we don't, it'll restrict us. So, you know, it's up to us as the collective to shift that to make sure that it creates a better path for all of us, greater freedom, greater choice, all of that, and greater unity as, as, a, as a world collective community, greater unity. So it's only through the experience of pain that we'll actually take massive action because when we don't have pain, we just coast along and we just keep doing the things that we do. We're just creatures of habit. So if life is good, then you, you won't look at that stuff because you don't need to. It's when life is not good that we are forced to look at it and go, right, we have to do something about this. And that's the year that we're having is we are in the we have to do something about this year and we have a huge opportunity to create amazing things. Like there's lots of people who are benefiting from the opportunities that have come out of this situation. Like just for example, you know, if you're a restaurant and you used to have people come to you, well, now all of a sudden you're doing takeaways. Well, doing takeaways, you've opened your market to a, to however far you'll allow those takeaways to drive. So that's the thing. There are huge opportunities, but it's the lens that you look through to see it. And I believe all of this stuff had to rise to the surface to be dealt with. And this is a clearing, transforming year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens next year from some of the things that come out of this year. There are a lot of very scared and fearful people in the world. And I would imagine that you work with some of them, interact with some of them. What advice do you have for those folks among us who may be I wouldn't necessarily even call them more sensitive, but who are really just trapped in a vicious cycle of fear and anxiety about what's going on in the world. See, a lot of the fear and anxiety comes from being under-resourced because you can't figure out a way. And you, the, the most important thing is that you don't get trapped into that fear and anxiety. So the first few things I would ask someone to say is like, no matter what, like say you don't have any money or you don't have a home or whatever it is, is the fear that you're indulging in, is it real? Is it true? Like you need to go into that fear and start to understand it and then look at what other options could there be? What are the other possibilities? Like, is it possible that you could live in a house? 
is it possible that you could solve this some other way? And the truth is, of course it is because other people have done it. It's doable. You don't need to stay there. So what is the benefit of you staying there? Because it'll come back to that whole self-worth thing. If you don't believe that you're worthy and you don't believe that you deserve it, you will play out all this drama and trauma. And, of course, like I'm, I'm not trying to simplify it to say that I, I have no compassion for all of the people that are going through hardship. Of course I have so much compassion. I do have been through tons of hardship. It's just I don't choose hardship as my path anymore. And I have obstacles to get through. I just, just decide I will get through them and then the outcome will be way better. Don't buy into the fear and anxiety. Like if you need to see a counsellor, do some meditation, just take a breath, get off that treadmill that you're on that says, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm in fear and anxiety, and look at it a different way. Like do you need to defer to someone, someone who's already been there, done it, to try and understand what is it that you're not seeing? What is it that you need to learn? What is it that you need to shift? Is it real? Is it true? Like you, your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask yourself and the way that you live your life is determined by what you will allow yourself to receive based on what you think you deserve and that ties back into that whole self-worth equals net worth. So fundamentally this whole exercise is about becoming the best version of you, your champion self, because then anything that's put in front of you, you'll just absolutely transform it, glide over it with ease because you will know that you have that capacity. And sometimes it's not even about you having the capacity. It's about having a team of people that you can defer to or a community that can help you actually transform that. So there's many, many options. Don't ever think there's one option and don't get stuck in that one option. If you're on a treadmill, get off it. Just take a break. For half an hour just even do something different take a break to see it in a different light ask someone else who's already done it transformed it been through it how did they do it these are all the sort of ways that you need to look at the situation that you're in that is amazing advice and i think that a lot of folks in the audience are going to greatly benefit from the way that you framed that so thank you pleasure so let's switch gears and you've written a number of books and I can't wait to get all of them. Can you walk through uh, for our listeners what your books are and what you hope that people who read them get out of them? Sure. You can just buy them from the Conscious Coaching Collective dot, Conscious Coaching dot Coach website. And the very first one is How to Climb Out Everest and Sandals, which is so pertinent to the situation that we're in now like it just shows you all the things I've been through in my life and what I had to learn to transform that so I think for a lot of people if they read that book they'd go well my life's not as bad as hers I can get through it or it'll be inspirational to help you to move through where you're at and the next book life is a choice and the choice is yours I have 10 experts in their field who've all written a chapter on their expertise so what that book does is that it allows you a series of tools that can help you to transform your life and just choose the tool that, that gels with you. Choose the tool that you think, oh, my God, this is what I want to do. Because when you start to collect tools, you become so much more resourceful to have whatever life you want, to live your dream life. So that's the second book. And I'm going to start a third book soon, which is more energetic quantum, you know, and um, manifesting immediately that it'll be the, that'll be the nature of the third book, but I haven't started that yet. 
Well, we're going to be on the lookout for that one and can't wait to get your two books and dive right into them. And you also have the opportunity to work with me. My cheapest product I have is that Business FX and that has all of this woven into it and that's on my website too. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I know that we talked about that in our first segment and I'm sure our listeners would love to hear a little bit more about what that experience is like. So Business FX is a 10-week program. So it's just an hour a week. It's every, for you guys in North America, it's Sunday night at seven o'clock or Monday at 12 p.m. for my all of my Australian friends. And we just go through a series of, you know, it's set learning program, but the consciousness and quantum physics and subconscious mindset comes through the conversation. So you have set homework and it's a 10-week program, but the conversation that we have during that one-hour session on Zoom that's where the magic happens. So that's available as well. And how frequently do you offer that program? I only do that once a year, so I'm halfway through at the moment. But if people joined in the next week, they could probably catch it up because I'm only up to week four. So that, they actually could catch it up because I have the recording. So there's, there'd be a way that we could figure that out. Well, I may have to check that out. It sounds really awesome. It really does. So you've accomplished so much and you have such an important message to get out there. You are such a lovely being and just a ray of light and so positive. You've been through a lot and you know, you've got this wonderful wisdom about you and it's from life experience. It's from the joy and passion with which you live your life. Knowing what you know now and everything that you've been through, if there was any advice that you wish you could give to your younger self, knowing what you know now, what would it be? Dive in and do it and live your life as if there's no such thing as failure. And draw, make sure that you find a beautiful collective group of heart-centered people, friends, community that you can enjoy your life with and live every moment. That's what I would say. So what's next for you? It sounds like you've got another book in you. So we're going to be looking forward to that. What else is up next for you, both personally as well as professionally? Well, I'm also building my retreat center. Like I have acreage in Australia and I really want to turn this into a retreat center where people can come and actually I can do the programs over a weekend rather than going to resorts, which is how I used to do it because I live in a you know, really beautiful part of the world. And obviously more quality time and making a bigger difference on the planet, whether that's building schools or hospitals, just more charitable work is the way that I'll be, that's the place I'm, I'm moving into. And of course, I want to have extraordinary adventures with extraordinary people and you know, time, more time with my son. And my life is very, very good. And that's because I foster it each and every day and you know, make sure I do the things that are important to me, which is like, you know, going for a walk or doing my yoga, time with my family, learning. Just it's really important that I, that I see how very lucky I am and I'm so grateful for everything in my life. And then how can I help other people on the planet? So probably more of the same, but on a deeper level, like deepening my experience with myself as I journey through life and touch wood. I hope it's, you know, the rest of my life is good. None of us knows how much time we have. So it's about enjoying this moment and this day because that's so important. So, yeah, that, that, that's sort of what's on the horizon for me. Another book, The Retreat Centre, more charitable work and more fun, extraordinary adventures. 
It sounds amazing. And I can't wait to connect with you again soon and hear about all of your adventures because you're such an amazing person. And I've really enjoyed getting to know you and look forward to getting to know you even better. No, it's been fantastic, Christina. It's just been like a conversation with a good friend. So I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. And as we wind down our time together, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners and where can they find you? So consciouscoaching.coach is my website or Conscious Coaching Collective. Rhiannon Reese is my Facebook profile and I'm on LinkedIn as well. My final thoughts for your listeners is to take the time to, to be with themselves, whether that's through meditation or quiet time, yoga, painting, art, take the time to be with themselves to figure out what is really, really important to them in this life and then make sure you do more of that. Like if it's not joyful and it doesn't make you happy, don't be doing that. Just do not take that path. I mean, sometimes we take those paths to learn, to gain another skill set. The most important relationship you'll have is with yourself and then foster a tribe of people who have similar values to you, whether that be family or friends or community, because that interaction on a heartfelt level is very, very important. And do things that you never thought that you would do, like experience things that you perhaps thought, oh, I'll never do that, because the more that we experience, the more we actually understand ourselves and our true nature and the more we can really, really live because the last thing you want to do is to be on your deathbed in your last moments of breath saying to yourself, oh, my God, I should have, could have, would have, and I didn't. No regrets. And just live your life as if there's no such thing as a failure because there's always someone else who's done it, achieved it, gotten over it, gotten around it. So lose the fear and live from a place of heartfelt passion and have fun, enjoy your life just because life is very short. They're they're my final words for your listeners. Well, thank you so much. And where can they find you if they're looking for you? Yep, consciouscoaching.coach or Conscious Coaching Collective Rhiannon Reese in Facebook. And I'm on LinkedIn too. Awesome. Rhiannon, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. We really appreciate your time and your wisdom and your passion for life and for helping people and for the planet. So thank you. Absolute pleasure. And I hope you have a beautiful day today. You too. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Paradigm Shift. We hope that you've enjoyed the second part of our conversation with Rhiannon Reeves. And we hope that you will join us next week for our conversation with Leslie Zane. I am your host, Christina Martini. Please look for our weekly episodes every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us at www.paradigmshiftshow.com. We would love to hear from you. Please look for new episodes of Paradigm Shift every Tuesday.